0: What's good, what's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to another episode of your favorite Christian podcast. It's The Real Spell with your host, D to the Z, Y-R-E, Desire, that's me. Man, I tell y'all, I tell y'all, God is good. God is good. I do apologize, and I do this every episode because I'm not recording like how I used to. Um, I think I'm going to um, order that, that gear, that... The equipment that I need. So I can start doing video podcasts. And then I'm just going to go ahead. And do what I got to do. To make this jump real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I still got a couple of months. Before I actually move. But why why, why wait. Why wait. Why wait. You know. <laughs> y'all but stay tuned. I do got some stuff for y'all. Uh, some information for y'all. I got a really cool episode for y'all. Kind of laid back. But pretty cool. But I don't want to think. I don't want y'all to think that I forgot about y'all. So y'all stay tuned for this episode of The Real Spill. Okay, so a lot has been going on. I know I don't be doing podcast episodes like I want to, I promise you I want to, but I just be having so much going on. I'm constantly moving, constantly doing stuff. I'm I'm constantly either in prayer and meditation in the word of God. I'm constantly like at work or doing this event, this program. So I've been like super, super busy, but, um, I got a few, good things going on right now. Number one, um, I'm working as a director of an after-school program in the state that I live. And the reason why this is a blessing is because God has um, given me the, the vision, which I had the vision for a long time. And the Bible says write the vision and make it plain so that whoever reads it can run with it. And um, I had the vision a long time ago, but I was like, nah, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do it because it seems weird. You know uh you know where I, where I live right now is such a um um I don't know how they're a close knit community to where they only mess with people that they know they'll know you, they ain't giving you a chance, you know, so I was like, I ain't doing it or whatever, but um, my cousin had preached a sermon telling us to go back and try again, and um God has given me the green light to open up my own. So where I am is training me so that when I relocate, I could do the same thing, but I could do what God has called me to do. So that's one of the things I got going on. My ordination is coming up. My ordination will be, um, in a couple of weeks. So I thank God for that. I bless God for that, man. And I'm trying not to cry because, um, even though I've been doing the work i I already been preaching for a long time I've been spreading the gospel for a long time i mean i I got posts of me preaching from two thousand eleven so like that's how long i've been um preaching the gospel and um I'm getting a license now to be um licensed and and we know that because we're in the law- we're in the land we have to obey the laws of the land. So um, there's certain things that I was doing that I don't have the license to do in the land. It might be green-lighted for me to do it in the kingdom, but in the land, it's not licensed. So I'm getting the license to do what God has called me to do. So I thank God for that. And then um, it's just so much. I'm I'm working on two more major projects, y'all, two major projects. One of them is the book touch. God has, um, allowed me to do multiple teachings on relationships and dating and stuff like that. Um, being a single Christian, a single believer, and God is instructing me to create a book, you know, and, um, reason why I call this a big project is because I never had, um, this many people eager to get the book before it's like, you know, one person like, Oh, did you finish family secrets? You know, or somebody else, Oh, I got to read part two. I got to read part two. I want part two, you know, but this is like a nice contingency of people who are waiting for this book. And I thank God because God has given me wisdom in that area. And I ain't saying I cross all my T's and I's. I mess up too. You know, (laughs) I pick wrong too, you know, but, um, God is allowing us to explore and use the gifts that he placed in us. So I thank God for that opportunity. And then also I am in the process of read secrets series and making it from a book into a screenplay and to make it into a screenplay to make um, a, I'm trying, a YouTube series. So that's what the goal is to create a YouTube series out of the book. And um, I thank God because originally the Family Seekers was supposed to be a TV show that I was going to put drama that I was going to put on my brother's YouTube channel. And God, um, God has stopped me in the process. And and now I understand why, because I was moving too fast. I was moving before the Lord was releasing me. I was moving and God has finally released me and um, also connected me to some awesome people that know how to get the junk, like, know how to get junk done, you know, I had, um, a meeting with an awesome videographer, um, he does, like, awesome work, like, I, I've been, I've been peeping his work, and I was, like, oh, and he's a believer, so, um, God is allowing me to, um, hook up with people, or team up with people who have kingdom mindset, but they're doing with what God had called them to do and gifted them to do. So I I thank God for that. So I got all this stuff going on. So I am super, super excited. Yay. The thing is, this is the season for the kingdom. This is the season for the kingdom. And I'm, I'm, I'm watching how the people of God are flourishing. The people of God are, are just doing what God called them to do because we know our time is limited on the earth. So God is given opportunity and everything is building the kingdom. And I shared a post the other day and the post said that when the, when the people of God flourish, the kingdom of God flourish. So support kingdom businesses That's simple, right? You know, because we want, we want to advance the kingdom of God. How do we advance the kingdom of God? We advance the people of God. It's just simple. You know it's simple, so yeah. God, God is doing the work, man. God is doing the work. But let's get into the episode. Let's get into the episode. All right. So um, lately, I have been talking about the great divide and the the different gaps and the generational gaps and you know all those things. And um, I've come to understand. I was laying in my bed the other day, and God just started speaking. He started telling me that, um, it's not just generational gaps, but a lot of, a lot of the time it's educational gaps, you know, and I'm not calling anybody stupid or dumb or none of that stuff, but the educational gap is because, um, at one time seminary wasn't available for, for a lot of people. Matter of fact, college Wasn't attainable for a lot of people, you know a lot of people didn't go to college a lot of people didn't go to seminary a lot of people didn't have pastors that taught them um, Apologetics and hermeneutics and they, they didn't have that all it all they had Was a physical Bible and the Holy Spirit and the Bible says the the Holy Spirit will guide us to all truth So the Holy Spirit will be our teacher and will teach us in all truth The Holy Spirit will teach us everything that we need to know and um a lot of times, we um we as my generation, we like to take stuff. We like to study, study. I want to know, you know. And the Holy Spirit sometimes leads us to study, study. But what happens sometimes within the body of Christ is, um, we will study so much and we will get so much education that we forget the people who don't have that education. We don't we don't try to give them the word on their level. We try to give them the word as we as we perceive it, as we get it. And um like I for for example, where I live, where I live is real country. You know, it's, it's country. Like I'm from Patterson, you know, fair east side by that side was you y everybody seems to know me. That's my city. So um I um being from Patterson I'm used to um, our education system is a lot different. You know our vocab is a lot different even at the church at church You know they teach you um, th- Well, my church the church that I came out of we learn theology, you know, we learn about hermeneutics and apologetic Apologetics and uh, homiletics and we learn these things now. I ain't not learn everything or whatever I didn't actually go to seminary, so I ain't learn everything, but we learn these things in my church but um, where I live because there's such a tight-knit area um they really go on what they already know some of them went to seminary some of them read books and stuff like that but it's basically the bible and what grandma taught so a lot of times when people preach they don't preach on a I don't want to say They don't preach on a biblical or, or a theological standpoint, but they preach on a traditional standpoint in a in a way that people who were raised in this area will understand. You know, I've heard um, sermons about the plumb line. I ain't. Not, I don't know what no plumb line is. You know, I heard um, sermons about fishing. You know, fishing in the natural sense. I heard sermons about. Um, there's there's so many sermons that were were um, created, even sermons on um, cartoons, like, um, what is the name of the movie, Princess and the Frog, like, I heard all of these sermons, and I was like, and it it was good sermons, but in my mind, I'm not familiar with that, and I began to understand that when we deliver the word of God, we have to know our audience and the people who we are preaching to. We can't preach above the people. And then we can not preach below the people, but we have to be able to deliver a message so that everybody in the audience would be able to understand. If you look at Jesus and Jesus earthly ministry, Jesus earthly ministry, he taught in parables. He had the time when he fed the 5,000 with two fish and five loaves of bread. He had five thousand people, but he was he was standing on the mountain teaching those five thousand people. But he didn't he didn't teach them. See, this is what the, uh, correct apologetics will tell you that he ain't do all that. He taught in parables. He he taught he taught so that everybody who's listening can understand. Said so there was a man who had servants, and he was going away for a long time, and he gave one servant. Five talents, and he gave another servant two talents, and one servant one talent. And everybody who was listening to the story understood the message of the story. The kingdom of God is like, uh, um, it, 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 it is like uh a a field and i'm trying to think of the parable from the top of my head i don't have no papers in front of me it's like a field and and um the the enemy came in at night and he put some some tear in the ground and and after the farmer has sold some wheat and you know he he was telling stories that everybody can understand he talked about um i am i am the true vine and ye are the branches if if you if you stay in me, you'll bear fruit. Everybody who heard that, because everybody who's listening, they knew a little something about um the grapevines and, and how you have to. The grapevines they only um uh, produce they only produce fruit once unless you prune it. When you prune it, it, it can grow again, but you have to cut it for it to continue to grow. So everybody who was listening understood that. So when he started talking about the vines and the branches and how, how you got to be pruned or, or if you ain't bearing no fruit, he just cut you off and burn you because this is what they did at that time. So Jesus used what they understood and he taught at the level. But then when he took the disciples to the side, he gave the disciples a, a greater understanding of what he told the masses because we have to minister to people where they are. What will be the point of Jesus, uh, the Bible says there was 5,000 men, women and children. If he started teaching the children the same way he teaches disciples, the children will be lost. They won't understand what he talking about. Like I go away for a while, but I'll send you a comforter. Kids be like, where are you going? <laughs> you know, like, think about your kids. You know, if you say that to your kids, what are they going to say? Can I come? I want to go. So Jesus wants to meet us. Jesus was able to meet us where we were in the way that he, even now, even the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, he knows each and every one of us. God knows each and every one of us. And he teach us for where we are. You know, he's not, he's not going to, the Bible says he's not going to pour new wine and old wineskin. He was like, you ain't ready for this yet. Got I got to do some pruning first. Let me, let me cut some stuff away. And then I, right, now you ready for this. So with us, when it comes to preaching and teaching and delivering the gospel, we have to be very careful. Because the older saints... Are getting lost in our message, and what happens a lot of times they shut us off, and they shut us down. They don't even want to hear what else we got to say because we lost them at the very beginning. Like I don't know what they're talking about, so they shut us off. I don't want to hear what they got to say. But see, God is trying to teach us. And God is trying to get us to a place where we understand that it's with unity. When Jesus returns, he's coming back for one body. And here it is. We're re- having resentment against each other because you don't know the same thing I know. So you, you wrong. You need to read your Bible more. You need to de- dive into the deep things. I'm Listen, I say all those things. I got a sermon in my laptop right now talking about that. We got to study God's word. How are you going to know God without reading his word? How are you going to know God without studying his word? God deals with us all differently. I, um, my last episode, The Great Divide, I, I began to talk about how um, there's a great division within the music ministry. But there's so much division within the body of Christ. And when Jesus returned, he coming back for one body. He ain't asking, he ain't asking nobody, um, like, uh, where are you and me? You, do you know, ex- like, nah, I'm just coming back for what's mine. I'm about to, I'm about to read y'all a scripture and I did a whole, um, teaching on the scripture. Um, when did I do the teaching? I did it, it was sometime last year, I don't know exactly when last year, but it was last year that I did a teaching on the um fivefold ministry, and uh, I began to break down the job and responsibility of the ministry, but one of the things that God has showed me, I'm going to read it to you, um, so that y'all could hear it from the word, y'all could check it out, it's Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 through 16. Now, um, I might not be all the way to sixteen, but um, maybe I would. Yeah, I I gotta get sixteen. I gotta get sixteen. All right, eleven. Starting at verse eleven, it says, "And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists." and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saint for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ verse 14 that we henceforth no, be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the sleight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive but speaking the truth in love may grow up in him in all things which is the head even christ i this is this is the verse verse 16 from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by which every joint supplieth according to the effectual work and the measure of every part making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. So he gave, he gave these administrative gifts, gifts, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. He gave these five to bring us into unity. So that we can we can fit together. Like a puzzle. So we can fit. The Bible says. So the whole body fitly joined together. And every joint supplier. That means every joint do what they got to do. So that the body can function correctly. According to the effectual work. In the measure of every part. For we are one body with many parts. And if we are one body, how can one body be effective divided? You ever saw anybody living that was cut in half? Or cut into four parts? Cut into eight parts? And each part lived separately? No, never saw that. This is why God is calling for people to bridge gaps. And I, I think, I thank God because a couple of people have been talking about bridging gaps lately. Um, and God is, God is so awesome because, um, God is calling for certain people to do that as a mandate, bridge these gaps because the father loves all of us. We're all his children. And some of the differences that we have are so minor. Some of us are greatly educated. Some of us are brilliant, like extremely smart. Extremely smart. However, our ego comes in and, you know, we we feel like we got to show people how smart we are. So when I preach, I'm going to talk with all this elegance and all of this. God said, you ain't even got to do all that. Just say what I say. That's it. Tell them what I say. You ain't got got to let everybody know you got a master's degree. You got a doctorate degree. You got to talk circles around people. You ain't got to do all that. Because people are being lost. Because, to be honest, the people with a higher intelligence, Um, A higher amount of intelligence or higher IQ um, they can understand the stuff that a third grader understand so what's the point of talking to everybody as if they are you know got a doctorate degree in psychology got a master's degree in theology got a um a a bachelor's degree in apologetics i don't know you got all these degrees and god is saying okay teach these eight year olds how to love me teach these teach these twelve year olds about my word make them love help them love my word is your is your um Bachelor's degree in theology gonna help? No, it might help you. Yeah, it's gonna help you, but how you gonna get to those thirteen-year-olds? They don't care. You got a master's degree. About they don't care. Half of them don't even want to be there. So you gotta use you gotta use godly wisdom to reach them. And I'm le- listen. I am not knocking. Education. I don't why I say, say, want nobody say nigga say real. I'm not knocking that. I'm saying you have to know your audience, and you have to reach them where they are. We have to reach them because I I learn too. A lot of times I talk I talk real. Y'all heard y'all been listening to my podcast. I talk a real. I talk real hood. Sometimes sometimes I preach, and I I be feeling myself like yeah straight punk yo. Like and I'm preaching. Some people are offended by that. So I got to shy back a little bit because I don't want, we don't want anybody to get lost while we're delivering the gospel. Or, and thinking some people might get offended because sometimes the word is going to hurt. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about us um um losing the people because we're teaching above them. Meet them where they at. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Y'all, I pray that this episode was a blessing to y'all. It was a blessing to me because I was I was eating as I was feeding y'all. I was eating, too. Y'all ever, like, feed a child and as you give the child a spoon, you take a spoon, too? Yes. While y'all were, while I was feeding y'all, I was eating, too. God was ministering to me in this very message as well. So, but I want to do a giveaway. I do want to do a giveaway. Like I said, I'm working on the Family Secrets Um um youtube series i'm working on writing it um rewriting it so if you want if you want to be a contestant i guess guess i'll call a contestant i do want to do a giveaway and um i want to give away um the family secrets series i want to give you all three books i want to um give that away to one person and then i also want to give away Necessary conversations to somebody else, then I want to give somebody else in great company. So if you want to participate in this um, competition, all you have to do is email Soul Matters Ministry. I'm gonna spell it S O U L M A T T E R S. M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y soul ministry at gmail.com and give a testimony. Whatever whatever you um you want to share, whatever the Lord has done for you, just give a testimony. You know, I'm not gonna make y'all uh write an article or none of that stuff. Just give a testimony about what the Lord has done for you. You know, and when you do that, email it to soulmattersministry at gmail.com. If you are on Spotify, I believe that you can, um, there's a link for you to be able to send me messages. If you're on Anchor, I know you can send me messages on Anchor. So, um, but if you are not on either one, or you could go to the, the real spill Facebook page, The Real Spill With Desire, D to the Z-Y-R-E. You can go to the Facebook page, and when you get to the Facebook page, inbox The Real Spill With Desire, and um, I will I will read your testimony, and I will add you to the drawing. So make sure you include your address in the, um, in the email, because if you win, I want to send you the book. I got to send you the book, right? So... <laughs> That's it, y'all. I'm Audi. I love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Peace.